0: I think that might be just weak people or people who don't want to deal with controversy or people who don't want to help someone. You were very supportive in, you know, obviously me becoming sober and you were very helpful. Not that we needed to pour every bottle of wine down the drain, but, you know, you were supportive like, hey, if you don't want to drink, don't drink. You know, if you don't want to do this, don't do
1: that. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Self Love Breakfast Club. I am so glad you're here, you guys. We have such a good show today. Valentine's Day is coming up, and I have a special guest today. But before I get to that, real quick, I just had an article go live in Marketing Media Money Magazine. I'm the health and wellness expert, which is really awesome because I haven't had one. And I wrote about what happens when your, you know, are your fitness goals or your health goals of losing steam and because, you know, it's that time of year and what to do about it. So that's in there. I have a really cool summit coming up that I'm a part of and I just had a really awesome webinar with my coach last night. So lots and lots going on here. So we're not going to get into anything too deep on my life right now, because I really want to get to our guest. So today I have my husband, Jeff, here on the show, and we are going to talk about healthy relationships. Say hi, Jeff.
0: Hi. (laughs) Thanks for having me on.
1: (laughs) You're the first man we've ever had on the show. All right. Yeah. So you can feel good about being first. (laughs) I don't know if we'll ever have another. (laughs) So I kind of wanted to address this subject of healthy relationships. I believe I did a solo episode on it before, but I really feel like an important part of self-love is also carrying that self-love into a relationship. And what does that look like? And what does it look like to have a truly healthy relationship together, separately, all of that? So that's why I dragged Jeff here. (laughs) So babe. (laughs) Yeah. What would you say is a healthy aspect of our relationship that you can share?
0: I mean, I think we have a healthy relationship. We both are very individually driven, but together we both have the same common goals and we both kind of follow the same principles and that helps keep us both on the same plane.
1: Yeah, we're both very ambitious separately.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: I feel like, I mean, we've been together for nine years, so we've had a lot of shit. Like we've gone through a lot together separately. I've gone through stuff and you've gone through stuff. And then I feel like our relationship, like we haven't had a lot of stuff to work through together. It's been usually one of us has something and the other one has to kind of support through it.
0: For sure. In nine years, we have both changed. 540 degrees. We've come full circle almost twice. Just the who we are, what we do for work, what we do for passions. And just, I think, like you said, a lot of that has been individually, but together, we were able to get through it and move on and reshape each other.
1: Yeah. So a big part of our relationship is support. I see all the time out there, just people feeling like really unsupported by their spouse or their significant other, and just like not feeling that the other person really gets them. And I think that that's something we really do well, because we don't have the same hobbies. Like we don't have the same career. It's very, very different. And there's so many challenges for me as an entrepreneur, that and sacrifices, you know, that you have to make and challenges that Present itself in our relationship. But also, you know, with what you do for work, there's a ton of challenges and sacrifices also. And we both could very well be frustrated and mad at each other <laughs> a lot, <laughs> but we don't, or we've gotten through a lot of that stuff. So talk a little bit about that. Talk about the support.
0: Yeah. So I think that, like you said, we both are very different in what we do for work and we both have very demanding jobs. And I think that that makes it easy for us to support each other, even though we are both being pulled in eight different directions all the time. I'm constantly traveling and you're constantly working late hours and odd hours to get things done. But me understanding, knowing what I am putting you through, it's easier. I think you can understand what you're putting me through. And then together, we understand each other. I think it'd be a little different if one person had a really demanding job and the other person had no job or a really easy job or a consistent job. And then, I don't know, I think given the circumstances, we understand each other a lot better because of the perspectives we have and what we do.
1: Yeah. We were just talking the other day about being a wife in the sport that you're in <laughs> because it's not a professional athlete in a sense of, you know, Jeff's making millions of dollars and I'm sitting in a mansion somewhere getting my toes painted. it's, it's it's completely different when you're with someone who is like a true athlete. And it's just not like that. It's not like a football player, a basketball player, or whatever. You know, being on a pit crew in NASCAR is definitely very different. There's still a ton of travel. And it's very easy, I think, to get kind of resentful of your schedule and the demand. I can imagine. <laughs>
0: I resent it sometimes. I only can imagine what you resent it. And I think I have the coolest job in the world. So
1: (laughs) I think in the beginning, I think I was cool with it for like a year or two. And then I think I had like a year or two where I was just pissed off all the time.
0: (laughs) It comes in waves. Yeah. It comes in waves.
1: Yeah, and then I feel like I kind of made peace with it again. But it's definitely hard, I think, being a wife in the sport. And I've seen other women really, really struggle with it. And there's a lot of divorces in the sport.
0: I think a lot of that comes down. I mean, I'm not speaking for other people, but some of it is they either got into a relationship before they got in the sport or they got into the relationship before they started doing a lot in the sport or someone just didn't quite understand what they were getting into, you know? Mm. So, yeah, it can take a toll on a relationship, sure. But I think that if there's good communication and there's a lot of understanding from both parties, it can mm. go a long way.
1: Yeah, I definitely get by the end of this year. This is a long season, you guys. What is it, like 40 weekends out of the year? It's 10 months, and you're pretty much gone every weekend. You know, yeah, sometimes so two, sometimes three.
0: We start first of the year, and Valentine's Day is our first race, <laughs> but we go to the racetrack a week before that. And then we go every weekend except for Easter and maybe one or two weekends kind of sprinkled in the middle of the summer, all the way up until November 9th or November 15th. It's like the second weekend of November. So yeah, it's every weekend from Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's constantly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty much over it by the end of summer. And then that last stretch through November, I'm like, Okay. <laughs>
0: Well, a lot of that too, it also depends on how good we are doing at the racetrack. You know, if our team's doing good, then it makes it a little easier for everybody. Yeah. If we're struggling, some people dread going to the racetrack and then the wives dread that their husbands are being pulled (laughs) away from them for another weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It sucks not having you as my plus one, but I also feel like you being gone a lot is good for our relationship too.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could see that. I work odd hours during the week, you know, so I'm home a lot. And you predominantly work from home or from your HQ, so you're home a lot. So we do spend a lot of time with each other. Mm. It's not like we both work 9 to fives, or we only see each other from 5 or 6 p.m. until 10 or 11 until we go to bed and then passing ships in the morning, going to our respective jobs. We see a lot of each other. So <laughs> a little time apart is not a bad thing
1: yeah so talk about your hobbies. Well, not like don't talk about your hobbies cause we don't need to bore everyone we'll here but, all night. <laughs> you'll never stop um, <laughs> but talk about what it's like to like have something that's just yours because we do spend a lot of time together, and I think there's especially in the beginning of a relationship, a lot of people want to spend every second and they kind of forget their own shit and what they have that they enjoy doing, and it's all about stuff you do together and I think. We've been in this for a while. So yes, it's nice to have time apart, but I also think it's good for us to have time apart.
0: So hobbies, the having your own hobby, I think is pretty important or having something that's just for you or time you can spend with yourself or with another group of people. Like I do a lot of hunting in my free time or when I try to make time to do it. And I have some other hobbies that I like to partake in, but I don't do any of them with you. And I think that if I had to drag you along, every (laughs) hobby that I did, it would take some of the enjoyment out of me because maybe you wouldn't be so excited as you're not as invested as I am in the hobby. Mm -hmm. You're just doing it to spend time with me. And then now I'm bringing you along with me and you quite don't like it as much. And it pulls away from my enjoyment to make sure that you're still having fun or you're taken care of. And instead of just going out there and being able to do it carefree, but I can enjoy it more. And I think that's really important because if I'm doing something that brings me enjoyment, but I know it doesn't bring you enjoyment and it's more of a nuisance for you, then it's dragging me down because you're not at the same excitement level or investment level that I am. So it kind of drags me down. It kind of maybe picks you up a little, but we never really meet in the middle.
1: Yeah, I think it's good that you have your things. I mean, I definitely... Want to spend every second with you?
0: <laughs> yeah, I like spending time with you.
1: <laughs> but you know, if you're like, oh, "I'm gonna go play golf," I'm like, "Have fun! I'll be here when you're done." Yeah, not interested. But I think that's good. I love that. I love that you have your thing. I think it's good for you to, you know, you tend to get a little overboard with your stuff sometimes, but.
0: I have been told I get heavily invested in things. Invested. I like
1: (laughs) that word. I get heavily, not obsessed, invested. Invested. (laughs) So talk a little bit about fitness because you and I, when we first got together, you worked out because of work, but you weren't really fit. I believed fitness was running on a treadmill and being miserable, and I wasn't really interested in that. And then you got sober, found fitness, and then just went rolling down a hill into that and then you kind of dragged me yes and then you dragged me kicking and screaming (laughs) that's something you clearly don't mind dragging me into
0: (laughs) Oh yeah uh okay so like you said in 2013 i got sober drinking was a fun thing to do and i just wasn't old enough to realize when things were becoming an issue but Hmm. at this point when i quit drinking i lost my job and It was an uphill climb, I guess, to get back into work. And I figured that being bigger, faster, and stronger would make my job easier, which would make me more hireable and make me a better tire changer, which it does. So I started to... Same thing. I thought fitness was just running a lot and being really lean. Mm. Then, so I started doing Spartan races, which I wanted to get better at Spartan races. Well, how do you train to get better at Spartan races? Then I found CrossFit. (laughs) And that does everything. So I drank all the CrossFit Kool-Aid. I had a lot of it. Then, you did. And then, she said, I drug you right into it. And I was like, this is the greatest thing in the world. You have to do this.
1: Do you remember bribing me with a pair of shoes to get me this, uh, like, stay for a not month? not the first
0: time I bribed you to do anything, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. You still have the shoes.
1: Do I? I don't even I'm remember. I'm sure it. you do.
0: Yeah, so I, I did CrossFit for a while and I still do CrossFit now. Tire changing, you know, 10 years of it has started to take a toll on my body. So some things are a little harder to do than others. But at the end of the day, for me, fitness and the journey of fitness is being an athlete. Like I want to be the best at my position and being bigger, faster and stronger is always going to pay dividends. So everything I do fitness related is kind of geared towards that and then I started doing it and you got involved and I don't think you got as invested as I did in the beginning but no. you slowly and surely did you know we turned our entire garage into a gym you know we have pelotons not one multiple <laughs> like we do all the fitness things now now it's just a part of our lives and that is yeah. one thing that we it's weird because we do fitness together like we might be working out together but we might not be doing Anything near the same workout or at the same intensity levels or even On the same plane, but we are working out together. So it is time that we do get to spend together I enjoy that.
1: Yeah, I love that. I like getting to work out with you and obviously you'll be like I'm about to do this and you'll just like rattle off something and i'm like, yeah, I am i'm not doing that (laughs) I'll be over here (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean I think if I didn't do what I did i'd still Work out pretty hard, but I don't know if i maybe work out as hard as I do you know every time I get done with a really hard workout or you know I'm laying on the ground sweating can't breathe and everything hurts you know that's just it elevates my game when it comes to performance on pit road and I know that so
1: yeah so you can stick to that we are those weirdos that we worked out on our honeymoon we work out on vacation together it's like you said it's a part of our lives And that's why we have our Pelotons, because we went on a beach trip and they had these Pelotons lined up at this beautiful window with a view. And we were just like, you know what, let's just do this while we're here. Let's not worry about doing any CrossFit workouts or lifting or whatever. And one ride, we started looking into it. And then the second ride, we were like, and we're buying two. (laughs) Well,
0: it was an easy sell for me because I've always enjoyed riding a bike and this is a sweaty bike ride to nowhere it's perfect (laughs) and yeah just selling you on it was easy once you did an all britney spears ride you were hooked
1: once i met cody Cody. i was like i'm in
0: (laughs) give him all the commission
1: (laughs) so circling back to the support so when you got sober and we don't have to get into the nitty-gritty details of that because there's a lot there but we were what year two i mean, year and a half yeah we hadn't even been together for two years yet so year and a half And I was told, so I had business partners and there were people that were like, how are you going to stay with him? You should leave him. And I'm like, what? This man needs me right now. Like you didn't do anything to me. You were going through your own stuff and I wanted to be there for you. And I was told, you know, I thought you were an independent woman and all this crap. And I was like, yeah, but this is important. So can you just talk a little bit about what it was like to have me be there for you through this really intense, horrible time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I still don't understand that people saying that you should have left me because I think (laughs) that might be just weak people or people who don't want to deal with controversy or people who don't want to help someone. You were very supportive in, you know, obviously me becoming sober and you were very helpful Not that we needed to pour every bottle of wine down the drain, but, you know, you were supportive. Like, hey, if you don't want to drink, don't drink. You know, if you don't want to do this, don't do that. Yeah, I mean, it was just really nice to have someone in my court that was invested in me and wanted to see me do good and saw the good things. And it wasn't always bad. I just had to quit drinking because it could have gotten really bad, but it didn't. And you saw what I could have been without it. And so... I don't know. It was really awesome to have you with me. I didn't have a lot of people at that time. Mm -hmm. People were firing me from work. No one would return my phone calls. No one really wanted to talk to me. And I didn't understand why I didn't do anything to hurt anybody else except make myself look stupid. So it was really nice to have someone in my court and be super supportive and help me to do all the things
1: yeah. And I mean, you were there for me. Like we had a time where I had gone through surgery and shortly after I couldn't get out of bed. I don't think I got out of bed for over a month. It was a while. Yeah. And you would come home from work and be like, do you want food? Like <laughs> yeah. what can I do for you? You know, like you had no idea what to do with me. I um, had
0: It did not come with an owner's manual. <laughs>
1: yeah. And that was my separate shit to work through. And you were there for me and we got through it. And I think it's really important, you guys, like Jeff is so wonderful and supportive. I actually just wrote about this and did an episode on Self Love Sunday, just talking about just how much of a giver you are. And I mean, I think I'm a giver too, but I think with having someone who just is willing to do anything you need, but also not be a pushover, like you... Will literally drop whatever you're doing to run to the store for me if I needed something with a smile on your face. So I don't feel like that's normal. I feel like there are a lot of people who are like, <laughs> you know, I had trouble in the past even getting a boyfriend to get me a bottle of water before bed. So you do so much for me, you help out my business so much but you're also not a pushover.
0: Yeah, I don't want to say that there's ulterior (laughs) motives to any of this, but in any good relationship, there's a lot of give and take. There's a lot of accommodating. There's a lot of helping the other person out, you know, whether it is going to be getting a bottle of water or something like that. It's an inconvenience to me because I have to get up out of bed and walk 50 feet into the kitchen and get a bottle of water and walk 50 feet back, you know, but is that taxing? It's not worth making you mad because you asked me to do something that was so easy to do. You know, there's a lot of give and take in a relationship. And I feel like we both do a really good job of that. And I know that with my job, and I'm constantly busy, and I'm being yanked in seven different directions a lot of the time. And then I have my hobbies that I want to do on top of that. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, I need to build up the brownie points to be able to (laughs) do the things. And it's not about that. I'm not doing it just to do other things. I would still (laughs) do it even if I didn't want the other things. But I think people that don't have, I don't know. I'm very invested in this marriage and this relationship. (laughs) And I feel like maybe if I wasn't, I wouldn't do all this stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because like you said, you don't have these ulterior motives, but yeah, I'm less likely to give you shit about something if you're Uh just knowing I'm like, oh man, he's done all this stuff for me. So that is the first little straw
0: on the house that you're trying to build you know like if i don't go get the water and then you're mad at me for that and then i tried to ask to do something else later then you won't let me or you'll get <laughs> a bunch of shit about it and then i'll be mad at you for not you're know, like just go get the bottle of water you know it's not that hard
1: i don't think we've ever really gotten into something like that either like we don't really argue
0: no i think we're both pretty uh i don't know it's level-headed maybe hmm. we see each other's side a lot
1: Yeah, I think that was something that we really established in the beginning not to toot my own horn, but I'm really amazing (laughs) at emotionally stepping out of a situation to kind of assess it in just more of like a logical sort of way. And I think when we first got together, I did a lot of that just to kind of be like, let's just see where the other person's coming from. So that's, what's really important. And I think over time, it's kind of seamless now. We just, you know, if something comes up, it's more of like, I'm telling you my side of things, and then you tell me your side of things, and we just kind of figure it out. It's not really like a fight.
0: Yeah. Most of the time, both people are all wrong or both people are right. And, you know, if you try to keep score when it's impossible, you're just going to be
1: fighting forever. Yeah. I don't like being mad. You actually asked me the other day about, was it today? Was it today or was it yesterday? Today was about, today. About being annoyed. <laughs> because you did something that I felt was annoying. And you asked me if I'm really mad, but I just say that I'm annoyed. And I'm like, no, it's just annoying. It's an inconvenience. I'm not genuinely mad. I feel like it takes a lot for me to get mad.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: <laughs> what do you think is the best part of our relationship?
0: Oh, man. Uh... I think that we do a lot of things together and I really enjoy that, you know, you like to go on these trips when the season's over or when we can, you know, because you enjoy traveling and seeing places and I really enjoy doing that with you and I just like spending that time with you. I really like that about our relationship that I can want what you want and you can kind of want what I want. So we're both, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. To, I don't know, like. I don't know how to say it. We both want each other's things. Want each you know? other's things. I see. This is wrong.
1: I was gonna say. Don't say sex. Well, no.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say that's for a different podcast, but uh, we, not uh, this episode. Yeah. We both want to see each other succeed, and I really like that about both of us. You know. Yeah. We both want to see each other happy. Like I really like yes. going on those trips and doing those things because they make you really happy. And I mean, I still enjoy them, don't get me wrong, but it's more enjoyment to see you enjoy it than it is for me to enjoy it. Yeah. I really like that about our relationship, that we both want each other to be happy and we're willing to do things maybe that we not necessarily don't want to do, but things that we are less likely to do by ourselves.
1: Yeah. I mean, we could talk about sex too, and I don't know that, but <laughs> that's important that's for a healthy relationship. Really <laughs> relationship. Yeah. Jeff's like nope. I'm done. Interview over. (laughs) No, it's important, I think, to have a healthy sex life and to be sexually compatible. I mean, because that's what are we doing? (laughs) Yeah,
0: no, I totally agree.
1: We at least have that. I mean, that's what I said to you because you know we don't have kids, and I'm like, well, then I want a love affair. That's what I want.
0: (laughs) I think we do a pretty good job at that. You know, we do.
1: I think we do. I think we do. Do you have any tips or advice for? I guess like the woman who, because I mean, you're here, you're a man, I want to pick your brain, right?
0: Well, I have some general advice. Yeah, do that. that. Yes. That relationships, it's a long game. You can't build a relationship in three months. It's going to last forever because you need to constantly be working and tinkering at it. But you can definitely ruin a relationship that you want to build in the first three months or three days or three hours. So If both partners are on the same page and you guys stay on the same page and constantly communicate and don't overreact when... I mean, there are situations where overreacting is probably appropriate, but most situations don't call for a big blowout fight or yelling and screaming and all the shit that people do that ruins a relationship. So I think being true to the person that you're in a relationship with And understanding that the work's never going to be done. It's in a constant climb that you're both are on and that you need to climb at the same rate. You know, you need to work together. I think that's why our relationship succeeds. We're both extremely busy and do a lot of stuff, but we do it together and we stay on the same page. So,
1: yeah, I think how you say climb at the same pace. I think there's definitely been some times where one of us maybe climbed a little higher, but turned around and held out a hand and was like, hey,
0: (laughs) yeah. Even though <laughs> there's been times in our relationship, you know, where you've been the breadwinner of the family, you've had the better job, you know, and then there's times in our relationship where I have filled that role and neither one of us is holding that over each other's head, you know, yeah. and, cause we're in it together. So whatever I make is yours and whatever you make is yours. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I love you so much. Thank you. you Thank you for popping on and doing just a short little episode. I think it's really important, you guys, to take care of yourself and to have your independence. And know that when you bring it into a relationship, there's going to be some sacrifices that you need to make. There's going to be some compromises. And it doesn't mean compromising yourself, or you shouldn't have to compromise who you are. Jeff and I are so different in so many ways, and we allow each other to be who we are. I feel like that's one of my biggest things that I always say is that, you know, he just came in and just accepted me. Whereas... I felt like a lot of other partners I've had in the past. There was always something they didn't like about me or something they wanted to change about me or something about me that just annoyed them. And I think probably the thing that Jeff loves about me the most probably annoys him the most about me (laughs) is my ambition.
0: Yeah. But that's why I became so invested in our relationship was because of who you are. You're not the same person. You're not doing the same things that you were doing when I met you, but your ambition is still the same and your want is still the same. And I feel like that's the same thing with you you know, in the other seat, like you've with me, I'm not doing necessarily the same thing, but my ambitions have only gotten bigger and stronger. And you want to be in this relationship because of the individual that I am. And I want to be in it because of the individual you are. I don't think it would work if you told me I had to quit racing to stay at home. <laughs> and it would definitely want to work if I told you, you had to quit your job and stay at home.
1: So. Yeah, it's weird because I feel like if it came down to it, we would do that for each other, but we would never ask each other to do that for us. No. You know?
0: Yes, I agree with you.
1: Okay.
0: No. no, no, like, no. no. You would never ask me to quit. Never. But if I had to, I would.
1: Yes. And I, I feel the same way. And I think it's really important we grow together. Instead of grow apart. And that's where we're moving along. And if someone's kind of leveling up, you know, like with the fitness, you could have totally left me behind. And I think there was definitely a time period where I felt a little left behind at one point, or just like you were leveling up and I was kind of like, just here. And that's where you were kind of like, come on, (laughs) let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Screaming. And I came along. So I think it's really important to just, like you said, be on the same page with each other and be supportive of each other. Like you may not always understand what your partner wants to do or what they're into, but if you have that communication and you know that you can trust each other and, and it makes the other person happy, then you kind of have to suck it up with some things. Just let them, you know, I don't love all your fricking hobbies that you
0: have. <laughs> That's give and take
1: but I love you and I know that they make you happy. And so that's important to me that you do your thing. And then I fill my time with stuff that makes me happy. And that's why this works. Yeah. So, all right, my dear. Well,
0: thanks for having me on. <laughs> I've listened I, to enough of these podcasts. It was about
1: yeah, time. yeah. Maybe we'll do a Q and a at some point. I'll ask on my Instagram. If anyone has any questions for you, and we can just do it. A little fun rapid fire thing at some point, and do this again. But I love you, and I love you too. Oh, you don't have to tell them where they can find you because you're not on social media anymore.
0: (laughs) The accounts are still there. I just (laughs) deleted the apps, and I don't remember my passwords, and I have no interest (laughs) in getting back on them.
1: (laughs) Oh, I know you can't get
0: off social media, but it's awesome.
1: I know. I'm jealous of you. I am jealous. I shared you in little bits and pieces. I don't really like putting you too much out there for people because then people get way too involved and then we don't have our level of privacy. But I like to kind of share you now and then. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, hit me up in my DMs at Excel Rose or at the Self Love Breakfast Club. And let me know what you think about this episode with my husband. <laughs> See you guys later. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the self-love breakfast club. If you enjoyed it, please share with your friends and tag us in your Instagram stories. See you next time.